Buenos dias. Welcome to the People Power Everything podcast. I am your host, John Dallas, and I believe that there is power in the masses. The goal of this podcast is to talk about that power, how we can help it manifest itself for all of us, and some lessons I've learned along the way. Hello all, and welcome to this week's podcast. I wrote a little article called Simplifying Life, or simply simplifying. Anyways, that's difficult to explain, but it's all about simplifying. And I was listening to a Freakonomics podcast this week. They started airing a series about Richard Feynman, the well-known physicist. He's super interesting, so I would encourage you to get books about his stories. They're amazing. Listen on YouTube, find different things about him. He explains well, physics and science in really interesting ways. And there's a bit of blast from the past there because he was uh, very well known in the 70s and 80s. So not someone you'll see anything very contemporary um, from. But there's one particular story that inspired me during the podcast. It's about Feynman doing a project with another physicist at Cornell by the name of Tochiro Kinoshita, or Tom as he was called. Tom found a mistake in one of the professor's papers. Immediately after, Feynman went to Tom to apologize and say it was a waste of Tom's time to fix his mistakes. Then he said they should write a technical paper together, which involved being in offices next to each other for about a month. For the length of the month, Feynman, who played the bongos, yes, he really did play the bongos, but thinking that bongos would be too distracting in a physics department at Cornell, ended up playing the pencils on the radiator. So tap-a-tap-a-tap-a for hours a day. And for the younger amongst you, radiators are pipes that carry hot water to heat up buildings. And those pipes snake through rooms that are adjacent, and any tapping can be heard, heard pretty loudly. This has been the plot of secret communications in movies, for example. So you might have seen it there if you don't remember radiators. Or for those that live in old buildings or work in old buildings, you know what I'm talking about. Well, Tom could hear Feynman tapping away every day for hours while he worked on this problem. So when Tom was working on this problem, he's writing out these really complicated calculations and try and solve it. But he was too polite to say anything. So annoyed the whole time. After a month, the two professors met up to discuss their findings. Tom brought his pile of detailed calculations, a stack of sheets worth. Feynman had one sheet. It turns out that while he was tapping, he was thinking about how to make the problem simpler. And after all that thought, it took him about 15 minutes to work it out on paper. This story inspires me for several reasons. First, that an illustrious physics professor, one who had worked at Los Alamos on the first atom bomb, would apologize for making mistakes and potentially wasting another professor's time. That's a lesson for all of us. We're allowed to make mistakes, but we should be conscious of the impacts. We should also freely admit our mistakes and learn from them. This humility is important in many parts of life. Second, the message about how thinking through a problem can make it easier to tackle, even for physicists, is illuminating. It makes me think of my training in Lean Six Sigma. One of the first questions we were taught to ask is, do we really have a problem? And what is that problem? This alone can save massive amounts of time and money. It leads to defining the issue we're trying to solve in greater detail. We need to ask ourselves, 
Do we actually understand what we're trying to do? The impact of doing nothing and defining what pieces we'll work on, but in the simplest form. Those are all ways to think about problems and make sure that the thing we're going to do is worth our time. It also aligns with more contemporary approaches like Agile, where we try to develop minimum viable products, or recently we've started calling them minimum lovable products that people actually want to use versus just things that can be used. There's a difference there. But we want to build value quickly and make sure we're efficient for our customers, be they internal, external. This all involves making things simpler, breaking the problem up into more bite-sized pieces and working through them in a simple way. Now, Tom and Professor Feynman probably came to the same answer. Actually, the story didn't say, but they probably came out with basically the same answer. They were able to solve the problem, but in very different ways. And Feynman's ability to simplify those complex problems highlights the importance of creativity and unconventional thinking. Even today, and Feynman, this is from like 30 or 40 years ago, that story, but today in our fast-paced and ever-evolving world, being able to approach problems from different angles and think differently is crucial for innovation and success. Feynman's tapping on the radiator while seemingly unrelated to the problem at hand, it was his way of stimulating his creativity and finding a novel solution. There's research that shows that using something like a stress ball, which is less sonically invasive than tapping, can focus the mind. Or take a walk. Let the mind wander. It helps. I appreciate my daily walks with the dog. I get out. I'm more active. I can inevitably think through problems because I have some time and my brain's not overloaded. It's a source of relaxation and growth. Also, Thinking about Feynman's collaborative approach underscores the value of teamwork and mutual learning. By working closely with Kinoshita, Feynman not only corrected his mistake, but also gained insights and perspectives that he might not have considered otherwise. We need to be challenged. We need our people to challenge us, people around us, no matter who they are, and do that in a way that's accepting. And I want the feedback. I like the feedback. As we move into a technologically enabled future, our ability to interact with others will be crucial. The machines will continue to help us evolve our work more quickly, not to say AI, if you will, but they won't replace what brings us together as people, our humanity, our compassion, our understanding, and our empathy. Lastly, the story serves as a reminder of the power of simplicity, and clarity, and communication and problem solving. In a world, sorry, I wrote, I wrote in a world filled with complexity and noise. And I just feel like saying it like the, the movie uh, uh, presenter. In a world filled with complexity and noise, being able to distill information down to its essence and communicate it clearly is a valuable skill. Sorry, I had to do that. Um, whether we're presenting scientific theory or pitching a business idea, the, availabi- the availability... The ability to convey our message simply and effectively can make all the difference. Maybe I need to change my words. Maybe they're not simple enough. I would encourage you to find some videos on Richard Feynman. They're very illuminating, engaging, um, and some of them are are quite complex, but uh, they're fun to listen to. 
I think the story offers valuable lessons for us all here. Um, the importance of humility, knowing that even though we can you know, do things somebody else can't, we don't have to put them down. We should lift them up, help them with what they're good at, bring them along on our journey. This is good for workplace and beyond. And the great thing about Feynman when you read more about him is just his approach to the beauty of nature. Everything seems to be beautiful to him and very engaging. I aspire to that level of passion for things. And there's a passion also for the people, the inter interactions that he has. And I find that inspiring as well. And I hope you do too, because after all, people power everything. I hope you liked the little story today and what inspired me. I'm... Uh, I was actually writing a few of these articles at once. And one of the things that I noticed is that I have to take a step back and remember exactly which one I'm focused on at any given time because the ideas are swirling in my head. And um, I need to bring myself back to some simplicity. <laughs> this is the key thing I'm trying to get at here is just make things simple. Take the time, think about them. Things don't have to be complicated. They can be really simple. And I hope you can make them that way. Anyways, I hope you have a great day and have a great week ahead. I'll talk to you soon.